0: Welcome back to the podcast. Um, so we're kinda um
1: up to date. Huh? We're up to date. We're We're up to date. (laughs) So
0: for everybody's wondering, usually the podcast we record what two, three weeks out, um, just to of with our schedule and stuff, but we've kind of been lacking. We've had a lot of you know, wedding planning finishing up, and you know, we We went we went out of town and we are supposed to record before we went out of town and we didn't get to it. So the week this is being recorded is the week it's gonna be releasing, so which is kind of cool. Um it usually doesn't happen that way, but so everything that we're going to talk about today um, is pretty much up to date. We'll kind of just run through some stuff, and, and and actually, I brought up to Maggie earlier today because we were we were out um, out of town a little bit. I had a, a job interview, and we you know we kind of were just in the car, conversating. We're like, "Hey, save it for the podcast. Why don't we <laughs> Why don't we do it here?" Um, I don't even know
1: how we got to that topic. Um, you were like, this is something you're so passionate about. Why don't we talk about it? Since? Yeah,
0: because well, <laughs> well, with current events, um, for those who know, with, you know, the mass shootings and, and you know, certain laws uh, preventing drag shows and certain laws, you know, to hunker down people's ability to just express themselves. Um, may, and, and a be educated in a and, full, and, well, and, diverse and manner. What, what this came back to was um, the abortion thing. That's where it started. Ro-
1: yeah, we were talking about Roe v. Wade. And how we out. were just talking
0: about abortion. Well, we were
1: talking about well, we were talking about like rights being hindered and how this is like really going in the wrong direction. Yeah. We were talking about Roe v. Wade and abortion. We were like, you know, these are the same people that are saying they're pro life, but yeah, they're pro gun. Yeah. Like you're worried about a life before it's born, but once it's born, you're like Fuck you. Once you're
0: eighteen, you know, you know that's it's not even as well, soon as you come out the womb. Well, as well, so you come out of the room, they forget about you, and then when they're eighteen, they remember you to come serve in the military. They're
1: like, Oh, forget about Oh wait, you're eighteen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can hold I just, down, but you can. a but you can't drink a beer. But that's
1: out. but that's where I'm at is like we were we were kind of getting in that debate of like And um, then
0: I said, Maggie, I said, Well, you know, uh sex is a very uh normal thing for relationships and this is a couples podcast and again we're not just talking about i mean again last two weeks have not been about like any kind of advice or any relationship stuff it's literally been conversation Mm -hmm. and i think i prefer that format over the format we started with
1: oh yeah well i mean of course i want to get us to a point where we have a big enough following where people can ask us questions we can do kind of like a little q Q and a yeah Little Q and A moment, yeah. But I think you know, for this, like, this is just a way for us to kind of converse and and not feel so pressured and structured.
0: Yeah, and, and kind of like again, our opinions. In my opinion, my our opinions mean diddly squad for the most part. I mean, I'm just a random guy. Uh, I'm it's Pennsylvania. It's like, <laughs> just like an
1: ass. Everyone has one. <laughs> Same with opinions. Everyone has one. Doesn't mean it's a good
0: one. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, it's, everybody's like an asking. And it, stick. Some stick. And it stick, yeah. Yeah. And it, that's, that's the truth. So like, <laughs> I, I said it wrong. You know. <laughs> Not the only thing you've said wrong. Uh, I'll leave that one alone. Um, but no, it's, it's, we've, we've been having this conversation because things like this, um, especially, you know, I grew up during a time that I, when I was growing up, I can remember things before they became. <laughs> Sorry, about I'll that. cut it. You're okay. Um, I remember. Th- I remember things. Oh. I remember things before they were this crazy. I mean there there was not there was a divide at one point. And it, it, it just I don't know when it came from or where it came from and how it uh, decided to spawn. But I remember where there was politics wasn't a thing growing up mm-hmm. to me. I mean, we knew about it, we heard about it. Of course, you know, sometimes your parents would watch the news, or your grandparents, or whatever the case may be. But people's personality and ideology and uh, who they were was not directly linked to their political values.
1: So the difference was, we do have a little bit of an age gap, not a huge one, but I was in high school when Trump was elected in 2016. Yeah. I very much remember like that divide even in high school Mm -hmm. i remember
0: oh yeah this definitely stems
1: that's what i'm saying like i remember Mm -hmm. that from that and i remember honestly i remember when obama was elected i was in i was in second grade Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i remember we did a little mock election at my private school so that we could learn about the democracy and like the process of voting. Yeah. But it was really weird because people only voted for who they knew their parents were voting for. It was, like, such a weird... Like, we didn't know shit about politics. Yeah. But, um, no, I very clearly remember when Trump was elected, a bunch of the wannabe country kids showed up to school with Confederate flags flying off the back of their trucks and causing a scene about how the rightful president has his place. Like, it was such a weird...
0: It sounds very cult-like.
1: It was a very... From at the age of 16. Yeah. Like, that was just such... I do remember that. But that was the difference. Like, we had a little bit of an age gap, and at that point, I think you were, what, 20? Yeah. So, like, you weren't in school. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that very clearly.
0: Yeah. It's so crazy to me, because when I was in school, we had... we You know, we would talk about politics. I mean, I did... I did a... a like, I think it was, like, 7th grade, 6th grade, maybe... I did an uh I had to do a paper on President George W. Bush at the mm-hmm. time. Um, um and that was that was fine. Uh and no but nobody was you know, nobody was fighting, nobody was like, Well my parents are voting for my parents are voting, it was completely fine. Yeah. And then when even Obama ran, um I remember that he was his opponent was John McCain and everything was very respectful. John McCain was respectful. President, former President Barack Obama was respectful, and and it was it was completely fine. Yeah, uh, nobody was upset. And then I do remember, however, these uh, on the news when on, on the White House uh, or the Senate steps or uh, yeah, the Senate steps um, where one of the Republicans said our goal uh, is to get him out of office in the next four years after he won. And I was like, so your goal is not to, like, work with this man. It's just to make sure that he doesn't get Mm reelected. Which seemed very selfish to me. um, Because it's, and again, I I don't care which side you line up on. I don't, and and here's the reality. I don't care if you are a regular Republican, a conservative Republican, a Trump, a MAGA Republican. I don't care. Be a good person. And a lot of these people who think they're good people are not. Mm -hmm. And that's not me trying to say, like, I'm better than you. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm a good person. I think nobody's a good person unless you know you've cured disease or something. I think every, because you all you always have your faults. You know what I mean? Like some people are just very self-centered. Is that and you you're a good person, but you don't have good traits. That's what I should say. Not everybody has good traits throughout. Everybody has their negative traits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have mine, you have yours. Everybody's got those traits that somebody else just is like couldn't deal with that. But then they have their own negative traits. Mm-hmm. So not only, not being a good person is wrong, to say. I think most people are good people, they just have negative traits. And your negative trait has, and a lot of these people's negative traits have taken up their whole freaking personality. Yeah. And any time that you say, hey, that's not good, or that trait, ugh, not the best, Yeah. now you're the enemy for some reason.
1: Yeah. And that's where we, I mean, to kind of segue, like, this is like our entire drive, we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. We were talking about... The difference in class. We were talking about. you um, we were talking about drag queens. <laughs> How, yeah. Like I've never, I've never once met like a drag queen that's molested a child.
0: <laughs> like and and, and and I said to you, I said let's play devil's advocate here. Let's I say said, there's Ted. I, I, that's what I said. <laughs> I said, hey, I go. I, I've never heard of you know drag queen molests young child. I've never read that article. Never seen that headline in my 27 years on this planet. I said, but, let's just say it's happened at least 10 times. (laughs) Just at least. I don't think that's an accurate number, so don't quote me on that. The number's probably zero, but let's just say 10. Just to give them some... Get get the people who make that argument their foot in the door. Now, how many priests have raped children? Or Mm -hmm. molested children? That number's in the thousands. Yeah.
1: I mean, the problem is, is I think... The biggest thing is people don't want to accept that the world is interchanging. Mm-hmm. We are at a point like the fact that we were talking about books being banned. You were talking about books being banned uh, in Florida, yeah. in Florida about like Martin Luther King and Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Jose Robinson. Can no. Yes, all of these important yeah. people in history. You are just closing kids off from learning the bigger picture. If you are only wanting children to learn about white history, you are completely. You are. You are just. It's a generational thing at this point. You are generational.ly Teaching them to be racist. Yeah. Like, you are teaching them that, like, black history is not important. Women's history is not important. Any other history other than a white man's history is not important.
0: Here's the thing that fucking pisses me off. And that's what pisses... Oh, god, No, I'm sorry. Here, what... I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's fine. What I'm saying, here's the fucking thing that pisses me off the most about this whole thing. I don't believe in black history. Don't believe in women's history. Don't believe in Latino history. Don't I believe it's history. It's all history. Mm -hmm. It's all accurate representations of things that's happened. Absolutely. And, the, and the fact that you're sitting here and picking and choosing what history you want to teach by labeling it this and this and this. and Oh, well, that's not real history. That's not. You're fucking lying. Yeah. You're lying and you're doing a disservice to everybody. The, one of the greatest quotes of all time is those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And here's what the fuck we're doing. We're repeating exactly. it. The last time a book ban was a thing the last time a book ban was a thing was in the Renaissance. (laughs) The Renaissance. Yeah, they were burning them. They were burning fucking books. (laughs) The fact that you don't want people to learn about the Holocaust and about who the fuck Hitler was, makes me think that you want the next Hitler. That when people are so fucking dumb, they're not like, well, I this, this is new. No, that's Hitler. <laughs> that's fucking Hitler.
1: And that's, well, and this is where the problem lies. It's like, and no, and I agree with you. I don't think that we should only be learning about black history during the month of February. I, yeah. I don't black think that we should didn't... only be learning about LGBTQ history in the month of June. I don't think that we should only be learning about women's history, what is it, October? I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, Women, no, 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 it was March. March. Women's history month, oh my God. I'm a woman. Don't even know. Because here's the thing. It it should be taught all year long. Mm-hmm. Why is it out of those three months of the year, we have to learn about white men? Like, yeah. white history. And then, like, you know, we see these TikToks and we see these arguments about how, well, that the sexual relationship should not be in the classroom. Okay, first of all, nobody, like, and then I, that one, t- I can't even think of who was speaking on it, who was saying, well, how do we talk about Martha Washington? Yeah. Oh, well, that was George Washington's wife well, you just brought up their sexuality in the mm-hmm. classroom. How are you supposed to teach these important people in history without mentioning their relationship? Yeah. We're not telling you, oh, they're, they're homos, actually. No. You were just... Just explain. Explain. Martha Washington was married to George Washington. This is why she is famous. Yeah. Because she was the wife of this president. Like... There's no, there's it, no difference. But they only have an issue with it if it's a... If it's a same-sex couple, yeah, they don't care if you're if you're straight. It's it's fine. We talk about it all day long. But you want to talk about same-sex couples? Absolutely not. Yeah. That's the problem. They don't want these children to have these options. And here's the thing: kids are way smarter than they give them credit for. You think these kids don't have questions? You de- like how many kids have two two moms at home yeah. or two dads at home? Or a transgender parent, or a non-binary parent. There is all of these things. Like you just secluding it is not eliminating it. You are just not educating the rest of the class about this problem. I think you're doing about it. this problem. I think which is it's, not, it's a problem because you're not educating. It's not a problem,
0: yeah. but I think I think the, the one of the bigger one of the biggest issues is is though is if you only when you're teaching history or when you're teaching anything in school yes. and you're teaching about a certain person and you have to talk about all that the, the, that person was associated with. Yes. When you're only secluding it to straight people and you're like, well, you can't include their husband or wife if they were male or female, you know what I mean? If they had the same sex, yeah. if they were same sex couple, you can't include their partner mm-hmm. in that conversation. I think you're not only, you're right. Everything you said was right, but this is not me trying to you wrong. Children nowadays are exposed to this more than ever before, and not in a negative way. So I don't want anybody to take that argument back. See, it's all over the place, but it's not, it's normalized. Disney movies, any movies, TV shows, they just have same-sex couples. Yes. Sometimes movies and TV shows will absolutely push it. Not going to sit here and deny that. Where they're like, "Hey, I'm a tennis player," and their whole character is tennis player, and then all of a sudden, and I'm gay. Like <laughs> they, that happens. Yeah. But for the most part, most TV shows, most movies, it's just oh, they have a wife, they have a husband, and, and they're the same they're the same sex as their husband or wife, and that's okay. Like it's not their whole personality; it's just part of the overall story. And you know it doesn't matter whether the they have a same sex uh, partner doesn't matter. So when you expose that, and somebody goes in the classroom like, why are we, does nobody in history have same sex partners? Like but that's why you're like, doing this huge disservice.
1: But that's why like you look down in history, and they're like, oh yeah, historians will say they were roommates because yeah. I mean, even now, some people won't even claim that they're that they're they're that's their girlfriend, that's their boyfriend because yeah. they're so. Like, they're, like, 90 years old. I work with, yeah. And at that time, they were, that was not allowed.
0: I work with a gay man. Yeah. And you know him. Yes. Uh, and we had a gay patient. He was a male as well. And he's, like, old school, fought for his rights kind of gay. He's yeah. an older gentleman, you know. So he was the one who had to hide it. And he has a yeah. kid. So, like, whatever. And then, the, but this guy I work with will not tell patients that he's gay. He always says, my what? because we work with older patients mm-hmm. that's such a huge problem that this man who's a who's a wonderful guy he's done me a few solids at work you know if i'm in a need and i, I need to get out of there early he will come in and take my spot mm-hmm. and i would try to do the same for him wonderful older gentleman you know but the fact that he can't be who he is 24 7 of the time is is just awful the fact that this person just can't be like, I've got a husband, to and all the co-workers, he's fine. Everybody knows he's gay at work.
1: But it's with these older patients but that you patients, don't know how they're going to react.
0: That's the thing. And it, But in our society, it shouldn't be an issue if somebody... As long as you are doing what... if As long as you're a good person, and he comes in and he does his job, and he does it damn well, and it, it, then what's the problem? I
1: think the problem is, is, like, you are entitled to your own opinion, that's fine, but... Keep it to your damn self. Yeah. You don't need to, like, him saying, if a patient's asking, like, oh, are you married? Yeah. Oh, yes, I have a husband at home. Or I have a wife at home. That does not matter in order to your care. Yeah, exactly. If you are homophobic, keep that to yourself.
0: Like he's, he's not here. sitting there washing. He's not sitting there like, oh
1: yeah, my husband.
0: No, 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 like. Well, the thing is, like, we we wash up our patients. He's not sitting there washing up patients who are male and being like, oh yeah, look at what I'm doing to this man. It's not nothing in healthcare is sexualized.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, do you think I enjoy wiping an old lady's butt? No, <laughs> and I'm not sitting here sexualizing it. It's like this needs this to be is, done. This is
1: care. This, this is, is this not person
0: cannot do this themselves. Yes, it is. And, and and if I was their child, would I want to do this for them? No. That's what I'm there for. Yeah. Because I don't know this person. So it's not, there's that disconnect.
1: Yes. And it's a disconnect anyways for these patients because a lot of them are mortified that they're at this point Yeah, they need someone to wipe their own butt. Mm-hmm.
0: Like they don't want you off in their bed If anything, I've gotten sexually harassed by older women at the job. Oh my God. I guess. yes. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like, no, no, there's not. I don't believe and in this could be wrong, but for the most part. I don't believe that a majority of healthcare workers make any of that sexualized, because there are problem. There are times sure doctors are. have done it, and there's been people caught, but it's it's a huge problem that a person coming into a position like I, it's okay for me to wipe a straight woman's butt, but it's not okay for a gay man to wipe a straight man's butt. There's no re- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just because he's gay it doesn't matter. Yeah, Does not and matter. then
1: I'm sure people can sit here and argue. Well, you don't need to bring your your relationships into your job. Well, if a patient's asking me, "Are you married?" His I'm going to answer, yeah. "Yes, I have a husband at home." Yeah, because I do. I have a husband at home, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, "Well, actually, I'm bisexual, but I am marrying a man." Yeah, like no, like because that's that's not their that's not their business. Yeah, I'm answering the question. I have a husband at home. Yeah, but I'm not going to sit here and like play my whole life story out to you. Well, mm. actually, yeah, like no.
0: Yeah, and, but the, the problem is that once he does, once he admits it to these people, then it becomes an issue. Yeah, like which it shouldn't be, which it shouldn't be. It should, and that's to me that's so crazy, and I feel so bad for him because I've noticed that when he's saying, "It's like, hey, like you don't tell the patients you're gay," and he's like, "Oh no, I can't do that." He goes, "I just don't want Fox, to make them at Fox on their TV." Yeah, well, that. that's the thing, and that's the thing. But the problem is that we do get to know our patients, and we do get to share stories because we are. They're with us for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So you get to know them. So like you like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, you know, I redid my basement and oh, well, how would that go? And then you sit there and you talk to them as you're doing their vitals and getting them mm-hmm. ready for the morning. So when he's got to sit here and say, oh, I did this with my wife over the weekend. He's lying. Yeah. Like he might have did those things, but it's I mean, and the guy doesn't identify as a woman. So it's two gay men. Yeah. And they both identify as male. Yeah. So it's his husband.
1: far as i know i mean we only have one openly Mm
0: -hmm. gay
1: woman at my job um like i say openly because i don't know if anyone else is but um as far as i know i don't think that's the case for her but she's more in management now than she is
0: Mm -hmm. but i agree but her and her
1: wife have beautiful children yeah and she, I mean, her wife has birthed all of them, and she's been there to support her throughout all of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're so sweet, and like, they're the ones that will stand up for this shit. Like when Roe v. Wade was overturned, yeah, she was like, "Well, just wait till my marriage isn't legal anymore." <laughs> well, like that,
0: they that's supposed to that was supposed to be. I don't know if that ever went through with the the um, the Supreme Court, but that was supposed yeah. to be on the the bat the, the bill. Um, the one of my biggest one of the things that I really wanted to hit, you know, as we talked about this. Was, not only was it like, these people can't be who they are, but there's a huge issue, and I want to agree, I want to agree, here's what I'm going to say, I want to agree with the MAGA Republicans for a second. I want to agree and say, you're right, we, should, we shouldn't be teaching generalized sex and making sex, the, or, or like people's relationships, the predominant issue. When in the classroom, why do they need to know if they're straight? Why, why do they need to know if they're gay? Why do they know if they're, you know, trans? I agree. I 100% agree with you. But why do they need to know they're straight? And how does that impact the impact they had on our history? That shouldn't matter. Their sexual orientation should not matter. What did they do? I, I hope and I pray. And this is coming from like when we first got together. I, you know, my opinions have changed over the time with this, with education and understanding. Yeah. And, and I'm not, I haven't been through, like, rehabilitation program. This is just pure from eye view and, like, facts being spoken. I hope and pray the person to cure cancer is a trans person. Because I guarantee that they will fight and say that this person does not deserve to have a voice, even though they cured cancer. I fucking hope that's the case. Well,
1: and that's and then I hope they get
0: cancer. Like, no, that's medicine invented by a trans person. Well, and the problem is, is like
1: perfect example when we were reading that article yesterday about the shooting in Nashville, and we saw that the shooter was trans is yeah. transgender. Uh-huh. Immediately, where my head went is they're gonna have a fucking field day with yeah. this one because, like, oh, well, this is a transgender person. This mm-hmm. is what they're trying to keep out of the classroom. Yeah, which. Look what this per, this person went to this school. Yeah, they probably felt oppressed. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a Christian school. Mm-hmm. They probably did feel oppressed. And Is that warranted to go shoot up a school with innocent people? Absolutely not. No. But that's what I'm seeing is when that's included in the headline.
0: Again, why that's does where, why, why does, does their sexual or gender orientation matter? All that matters is what you do. What you do. Yeah. If you you know, like I said, what. Well, I hope a trans person cures cancer because at that point they will do everything they can to negate the fact that this person who did life-saving medicine is a trans person. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, it, the hypocrisy is it, like I said, this person who shot up at school, awful thing that happened and every, for every reason that you want to, you can say this person was not a good person. And the, and, and what they did was disgusting. I will never disagree with you. But the fact that that person was trans, I I think played no factor on why they shot that school.
1: But that's exactly what happens with these headlines. They find and like it's you know taking a little step back here. Like we look at the um, actress that plays Ellie in The Last of Us. Yeah, they identify as non-binary. Yeah, and you were telling me you had read something about. How I read the article where she's going an Article about- where they spoke where she. She's yeah. she, her, yeah. She's she, her pronouns. Or, or
0: was it she? Yeah, she was still she. It
1: was she, they, maybe? She, they, or something like that, yeah. Okay, well, we'll have to double check to ensure we're using the right ones. But um, saying that, you know, they use... They claim to be non-binary because they didn't want to be... What was it, sexualized? or No,
0: it was because... They didn't want to be labeled as a strong woman, a or strong a, woman actress, or like, uh, like a strong, an actress, yeah, like yeah. a or strong, like oh, you're such a strong uh, actress or a strong woman or something like that, or of a, a, um, an idolized woman or anything along those lines. They want to associate it with the those titles that get pushed they around just wanted to, because with they a man, just want to be known for their work.
1: Because as a man, you don't get all this strong, empowered like yeah. you just male
0: actor. Well, that's not true. That's not absolutely mm. true. It's not true entirely. If you're a strong white male actor, you know, then you don't get that. But if you're a strong black, Denzel, uh, if, you're, if you're a person Sam, of color, absolutely. Sam Jackson, you know, oh, that's a strong black actor right there. Mm-hmm. That That's a black actor to be respected. Denzel is looked, Denzel Washington is looked at as like the, the, the idolized black man in Hollywood. Mm. Okay. And so is Will Smith. Stuff. So the problem is, is that, we congratulate people or, or, you know, try to idolize people of different color or sex and put them in these categories. Meanwhile, white people are free to be whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's an awful thing. If you want, you ever, people should be recognized for their work, not for the color of skin, not for their gender, and not for their sexual orientation. Yep. And that, that's, like, that's it. I don't know why that's a fucking issue. I don't get it in this country why a country that's lacking in health care and you want to say we have some of the best doctors in the world. I completely agree with you because they get paid well over here. They get paid too well over here. And that's somebody who's trying to become a doctor. You know what I mean? While other health care systems all around the fucking world most of the time, it, 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 sure, they, they can make a, a, a very good living still being a doctor. But they don't get paid as much. And why is the reason that? Because globalized health care. Yeah. Because more accessible healthcare, so <laughs> if you need a heart transplant, you're willing to pay in America as much money as you possibly can because you don't want to fucking die. Meanwhile, anywhere else, will be like, oh, well, let's let's look at your insurance, like with your coverage, or like let's just try to find you a donor. Here, that's gonna be seven thousand dollars, like seven hundred thousand dollars, or what, whatever, seven and you're million, on a wait or whatever. List. And then you're on not only are you paying all that money, but then you're on a fucking wait list. Like, and I'm not saying you're not on a wait list in other countries. Not trying to say that, and I'm not saying that that wait list can't be even longer. But the problem is, is that you have to go into fucking debt not to die in this country, like severe debt. God forbid you get hurt at work. God forbid, and then your work fires you. That's very that happens quite a bit, especially your blue collar workers. And that knows from somebody who did blue collar jobs. A lot of people get fired if they get hurt on the job. They'll fire your ass because they'll find a reason. They won't say it's because of that, but they'll find a reason. So now, all that's out of pocket. No workers' comp, no nothing, no government insurance, because that takes some time to get into. We have so many more fucking problems in this country than worrying about whether somebody's gay, black, a woman. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. And the fact, it matters what you do and how you help our society. That's all it should be. That's all it should be. Are you a a valid and, and successful member of society? Do you help out? But no, we're more worried about that because fuck our healthcare, fuck the children, because we don't give a shit about children. We say that all the time. And we don't care if you're... Edu- we don't, they don't want you educated in this country.
1: Nope.
0: They don't want you educated.
1: They want you to read their agenda. I'm they sure. want you
0: to read their form of history. It's it's literally... it's. I, I told Maggie a couple days ago, I was like, man, we should just move to Switzerland. <laughs> we should just move to Switzerland. Third happiest country in the world third happiest and and the, so all of this twenty some minutes into this podcast all of this led back to sexual education and that's what happened we we, we talked about we started talking about abortions and we started talking and then maggie was just going off about the lack of sexual education how sexualization has been demonized um oh, you know where this started? Because of our trip for our honeymoon. Yes, we're
1: going to New York City for our honeymoon. And one thing that I've really wanted to do, going I've been in New York City twice and Greg's never been, but this is kind of our trip because it's just two of us. It's actually our first solo trip, just yeah. the two of us, and it'll kind of be our honeymoon, baby moon, all at once because at once. I will also be seven months pregnant. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and one of the things I really wanted to do going there is go to the Museum of Sex. And um
0: Ah, yes. The great sex museum of New York.
1: <laughs> well, and the thing is, is like, and we were reading about it, about how it's, you know, the entire purpose of it is it goes through the history yeah. of not like, it's not like you're walking around looking at porn, but it's just like... Not looking
0: at porn, not looking no, at porn. No, it's going
1: into like the history of how sex, I guess, like in a way became... Progress-
0: progressive. Progressive
1: into like media yeah. normalcy, like... Just sex in general. And I Mm -hmm. think the thing is, is like, that's one thing I'm very excited about. I'm very excited to go to this museum because I'm very, I am very passionate about sexual health. And I think one of those things that really came from that is I grew up in a, first of all, I grew up in the Bible Belt in the South. Um, I went to a Catholic school. I was in Catholic church. I was in youth group. I was in um, Sunday school. I did all of the little, you know, good Catholic girl things. And one thing they teach you from a very young age is that you save yourself for marriage. You save yourself specifically for your husband because, and they would use all of these, these metaphors and terms like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, imagine yourself as like a toy. And if you have sex and like, you're just getting dirty and broken and no husband is going to want a dirty, broken toy. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. What? Like I'm a person like, and it's, and by the way, this was only ever taught to women. This was never taught to men. Men were not told to save themselves for marriage. They were just told, they were outside playing dodgeball. Like, we're inside being told that we need to, like, you know, cover up and we need to save ourselves because we can't, you know, lead our brothers in Christ astray. Like, and anybody that grew up in the church can understand exactly where I'm coming from because I feel like this is pretty across the board. Yeah. And, um, you know, I will say I love my parents very much and I think... You know, for a very long time, they were also influencing that save yourself till marriage. Like I was given a purity ring at the age of 12. My dad got down on one knee. My mom wrote a poem and it's framed. It's still in our home. And it's about how, you know, it's a promise that my dad's going to protect me and protect my heart and that one day he will hand me off to my husband. Mm -hmm. And I think in a way, thankfully, my parents have kind of come out of that. And have been more accepting and open to conversations and like are in, in no way, shape, or form have my parents ever shamed me for being pregnant and unwed. <laughs>
0: like, so here's I was. If, what I will say. Yeah, interject. Go yeah. ahead. I think it's crazy. What? I think it's absolutely pure insanity. The fact of the matter is that these churches pour into your mind that you can know you have to wait to have sex till your marriage. Till you're married. Now, Grant, what if you don't find your husband until your late 30s?
1: Then you don't have sex until you're married.
0: But that the thing is that they expect you to find your husband in this secluded area of wherever the fuck you <laughs> live with f- a town of 12,000 people when there are hundreds and billions of people yes. across the world.
1: Yes. And that's the thing is they... That is something that is very much... It's taught. It's enforced. It's influenced because... You know we save ourselves for marriage because this is a sex is supposed to be this um special commitment and it's it's made for procreation and it's made in love, and that's why you have sex when you're married because you love each other, you're committed to each other, and you also don't have to use birth control because you're married and you can have babies now, and they want you to have as many babies as you want and teach them the same things and grow up and do the same things. And the problem I had with that from a very young age is, one, I felt oppressed in the sense that I, I, my feelings, my hormones, my emotions around sex, those were all silenced. I was not like, it was not a normal conversation. I started having sex in high school and I could not even admit to my mother that I was having sex until I was 22.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It wasn't until we got together yeah. that I could honestly openly admit to her that I that I had sex. And I don't even think she knows how many sexual partners I've had. And truthfully, it's none of her business. But yeah. I think that's something that we are silent about. And it's, it's so frustrating. Like, even my sister, and, you know, putting her on blast right here, I know she has sex. She will not even have that conversation with me. She's still holding it to her grave that she has not had <laughs> sex. And you know what? It's so frustrating because Girl, talk to me. Like, this is something we can talk about. I'm not going to push you. You don't want to talk about it. It's fine. But it's the fact of the matter is that it's okay to have sex. And that's something that, you know, we're having We're having a little girl. And yeah. I've already explained to Greg, even if it wasn't a girl, if it was a boy, if whatever. Like, we are going to be very sex-positive parents. Now... Don't come at me right now and be like, I'm going to be teaching my infant about sex. That's absolutely not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about creating a healthy boundary around sex. You can have healthy boundaries and still educate your children on sexual health. Mm -hmm. I don't want our daughter going into this world, being oblivious that there are STDs. You can get pregnant birth control options. The, The fact that sex is not just physical, it's also emotional. I don't want her going into this world believing that sex is a bad thing or that it's something she should be scared of because sex is a beautiful thing and it's beautiful when it's done right and with consent on both sides on both sides yeah
0: well the problem another problem with with sex in america is there is no education on sex no it's fear-mongering it's you're gonna contract an std or you're gonna get pregnant and your life is over and that's it so your best bet your best thing to do is to not have it yeah and granted. I can't argue with your logic. I can't argue that yes, you can get pregnant, and then now you have no chance to explore, and, and you have this kid, and whatever. But you made a mistake. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that you you have sex and you won't catch an STD. Very possible. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that the best way to prevent sex, prevent any of that, is not is to not have sex. Hundred percent. if you have no sex you will not have an STD and you won't get pregnant (laughs) unless you're Virgin Mary somehow according to the Bible. Even though I don't believe that. So yes, your logic is sound but we are talking about hey, guess what? My logic is also sound is guess what? If you have zero guns in the country nobody's going to get shot. Same fucking logic. Yeah. But you want to argue about the the 0% chance that that will ever happen. Yeah. So... What what is your best case? Gun safety. That's uh, sex sex education. Gun education. Uh, limit the amount of people having sex by education. Limit the amount of people who have guns because they're you know, fucking mentally ill. You know, okay. How do we you know prevent women who made a mistake and trying to correct them? Let them choose. Give them the right to choose. Hey, how do we let somebody who might need a gun to defend themselves, who lives in a bad neighborhood, give them the right to own a <coughs> firearm, but with with limitations? Yeah. So it's, it's it, yes, they are two widely different things, but the logic is still the same. Yeah. Yes, you can prevent everything from happening by just not doing it. I could never get in a car accident if I never drive my car. And the truth
1: is, is that children are having sex younger and younger because it is a hush-hush thing. And most of the time, these children that are having sex very young are the ones that are not being educated on sex. And they're going to explore and ask questions that they feel that they can't ask their parents. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, like, okay, I don't know about you with sex education, but for us, that reproductive education started in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And the girls and boys got separated. I don't know what the hell the boys watched, but the girls watched about getting their period what ovulation was in a sense it wasn't very in depth yeah that basically your egg drops your if you if it's not impregnate if you, you know the sperm never meets the egg then you shed your uterine lining which is your period then they give us a little pad and they send us on our merry way and they tell us that if we ever need anything come to the nurse's office there was no sex education after that yeah. in high school health class we talked about stds they showed us a picture of herpes and that was about it
0: for me, it was, it was similar to where it's like sperm meets egg type of scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I never really had a sex... I think my re- my real awakening call... Me? Having the conversation with you? <laughs> no, I think my, my real, my real awakening call that men, especially men, are looking at as like they're just trying to have sex is when I was like, I don't know, like 14 maybe mm-hmm. uh, or earlier and... And I had this friend, and I actually had quite a few friends who were girls that would come over to my house who lived in the neighborhood because I was the only house with a trampoline. So, yes, was I being used for my trampoline? Absolutely. <laughs> but, anyways, the two girls across the street played video games. Um, but, like, not video games that I played, but, like, games like a game called Monkey Ball or whatever. And I had never heard of it. It was, like, a hamster wheel. It was, yeah. a ham- And you just roll, roll through the course. Yeah. That. So, I had my PlayStation upstairs. And... I was like, oh, they were like, oh, we're done. like We're going to play Monkey Ball. And I'm like, oh, what's Monkey Ball? And they, were, they explained to me, I was like, oh, I have a PlayStation upstairs. So they went and grabbed their Monkey Ball game. And I took them into my room, and we all played Monkey Ball. And my dad said, hey, you can't take girls into your room. <laughs> and I went, why? What do you mean? <laughs> I was like, well, why? He goes, because it looked at it in a certain way. I was like. We're just playing. Like, I never just, like, I literally looked at it so, like, because I... You I, saw
1: it innocently because it was innocent.
0: I wasn't, like, I'm trying to have sex with the girls. I was like, we're just playing. I wanted friends. That's all it was. <laughs> just I just wanted, just I just like wanted people. people. <laughs> I, I was the only child who had a limited amount of friends at the time. I just wanted friends. i
1: trying to play monkey ball right now.
0: <laughs> like, was I attracted to girls? Yes. Did I like girls? Yes. But, like, at the time, that wasn't on my mind. Yeah. Of, like, how can I seduce these girls?
1: So, my question is, is did what kind of talk did your parents give you
0: my mom never gave me a talk my dad's was very vague very vague <laughs> i
1: would expect it to be
0: <laughs> very vague and basically it was like don't touch yourself like at the end of it was like just don't touch yourself
1: That's that's another thing why is it and so don't sh- let
0: anybody else touch you why is- <laughs> like that was it so like i was supposed to wear like a chastity belt. <laughs>
1: Well, so here's my question. And never Why, hold
0: it while I pee. But, that here's, was like, but
1: here's the thing. Why is it shameful to explore your own body? I don't... And I'm not saying that we need to sit here and have a conversation with our daughter and be like, yeah, here's how, how you do that. That'd be weird. I'm saying, like, but not to shame them for having that. I mean, children start exploring their body parts as early as one. Yeah. Like, children touch themselves in the bath. Mm-hmm. And you have to explain, like, you know... That's something you do by yourself. Like, that's something you do in privacy and, like, you wash your hands and, like, they don't know any different. But, like, you have to explain, like, we don't touch ourselves in public. That's something we do in private. Yeah. But, like, for me, my talk, I remember this very vividly. I was nine. Um,
0: Wow. What an age.
1: Well, I got my period by 11. Yeah. So, I mean, I was already developing boobs at nine. Mm Mm-hmm. So like I had that you know I had that talk with my mom we went to we went to the Swan Lake which is that that big lake in, in Sumter okay. and we went to Swan Lake and we um we got ice cream from Baskin Robbins and we went and sat at this lake and my mom had the very scientific version of this conversation with me science mixed with religion
0: mm-hmm. we we're talking about
1: saving ourselves from marriage but then had this discussion like Women have eggs, men have sperm. When you have sex, they meet, they create a baby, it implants. There it is. Like, and then you give birth. But and then what a period was and what to expect. So like that was a very cut and dry. But like we never talked about
0: the emotional sides. Emotional
1: sides of sex. You just wait till you're married. That was just always pushed.
0: Absence is the only thing pushed in this country.
1: Yes, and the problem is, is then you have, you know, I, I work in women's health. I work in postpartum. Our youngest mom has been 11. Yeah. 11 years old. And sometimes it was through consensual sex. And sometimes it was not.
0: I think it's... To me, it's the same thing. It was like... To me, it's it's similar to verbal de-escalation. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, verbal de-escalation is enough. All you need to do is sit down and be like... And I've done this many times working in the hospital with patients who are acting rowdy. Um, when I was psych sitting, I mean... The thing is, I, I just sit there and say, look, they go, they go, man, this place sucks and I want the, out of here and all this other stuff. I'm like, look, buddy, I go, right now, you are in a position to where you have no control. Yeah. I go, so here's what you can do to control. Put your head down. Put in your hours and do the work. And get out. And then you can go home and you can, you know, try to go from there. So it, to me, it's similar to being like, look, I know you're not happy and you're not you – know, well, you're not that you're not happy, but I know – this is going to seem like I'm telling you not to, but if you just put your head down and you know, wait for the right person. Say, hey, like, you know, I, is this person after me just for this, or does this person really care about me?
1: Well, and that's what, and make
0: sure to do it safely.
1: Yes, and that was something that my mother had told me when I asked her later on, because I, I told her I felt like we were being pushed. Away from having those conversations with her. Yeah. And she said the reason that she had pushed abstinence was because she did not want us having sex in high school. Yeah. She didn't want us having sex in high school. She said, because a lot of young, you know, young people in high school, they look at having sex as a conquest. Uh I need to lose my virginity. I need, you know, I want to take this person's virginity. I want to have sex with this person and add another loop to my belt. That's, she didn't want us to just be a notch in somebody's belt. Yeah. She wanted us to have sex with somebody that actually cared for us and wasn't going to hurt us because truthfully, sex is emotional. Yeah, There is a form of emotional connection. As you get older, I guess you can have one night stands and you can have these flings and not feel any emotional connection. I don't know how the hell y'all do it because I get I get freaking hooked every time. <laughs> but like, it, it, that's the truth in it though. I I cannot find that emotional disconnect between between sex and emotions. There's always a link. For yeah. me. And for me, and we had this conversation before, in all of my relationships prior, that is the only time I ever felt loved in those relationships. Yeah. That's very sad. Yeah, that's my yeah. own trauma. But, like, that's something that, that's a conversation that needs to be had. I want our child, I want our children to be educated that sex is an emotional side of things. You can have sex with who you want, that's fine. But you need to do a couple things. You need to protect your heart, and you need to be safe about it. Yeah. Have a sex about you. Don't know, have sex. Have a talk about safe sex. What kind of birth control do you want to go on? Me personally, I can't do birth control. Every single one I've tried has has messed screwed has somewhere. messed me up some way or another. So we naturally family plan. That's yeah. our that's our plan for after we have her is to just prevent her the same way we try. We got her was <laughs> track my cycle, yep. but. If, if you want to go on birth control, that's fine, but you have to understand that it's not 100%. So even if you want to take that birth control pill, you're the one responsible for taking it every single day at the same exact time. You're responsible for, you know, reminding you that you need a new prescription. Yeah. You are responsible for going to your OBGYN appointments and uh, making sure you're having those follow-ups and those conversations and you're keeping your partners up to date with who you are having sex with. And not only do you need to be using birth control, but you need to be using a barrier method especially because you don't know where that person's been yeah. you don't know what they're giving you and not and just because you're on birth control that prevents a baby maybe they're not yeah. 100% effective but the barrier method doesn't present you, doesn't protect you 100% of the time either so you're not only being safe from a baby you're being safe from STDs
0: yeah
1: you also need to get tested in between your partners that's also very important because why do you, would you want someone giving you syphilis no i don't wouldn't want and you giving anyone syphilis it's important to have these conversations because if you want to be a sexually active adult, because that's an adult decision. Yeah. Having sex, that, that's an adult decision. If You want to make adult decisions. You have to be ready for the adult side effects, which is going to these appointments, getting tested, having these conversations, very open and honest. I don't want to know what you do, girl. I don't want to yeah. know what you do in the bedroom. I don't want to know how someone touches you. I don't care. I just want to know that you are being safe, that you are being effective, and that you are protecting yourself both mm. mentally and physically. Yeah, and, and I think that's important. And I think that's, that needs to be conversation.
0: But I think that's, that's much a more realistic and um, obtainable guide than just saying don't do it. Oh
1: yeah, because then what are you going to do? Do it. Yeah. I think that's, and you know, I, I want you to be protected. And I don't want, and you know, and like we had this conversation, like I don't want a daughter coming to us at the age of 15 because we never had a conversation with her being like I'm pregnant, I'm scared, I don't know what to do. Okay, girl, we'll we'll, handle, we'll figure this out. Yeah. What do you want to do? Because at the end of the day, you deserve it. You deserve to have a choice. And I don't want those choices being stripped away from my daughter. Yeah. We're raising a woman in America where half the, half the fucking country can't get an abortion if they wanted one.
0: Yeah. Or and you e- know what? It's e- not
1: even elective. It's unelective as well.
0: Yeah, well it's not even about abortions that people just want to get. It's not even like
1: No, that's why I said electric Well no, I know, election.
0: but I'm saying like it's not it's 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 literally like you could be dying and they're like, Well, if you have this baby you're dead. Like you're done. You're done done. Yeah. And people are just like, Well, that's okay. Both you die now. Yeah. So that's not pro life.
1: Well, and that's exactly like we had just talked about this couple in Ohio. I'd seen their story come across... a TikTok come across. They um <coughs> Battled with infertility for years. Years, 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 years. Tried, tried, tried. Early loss, early loss, early loss. Finally gets pregnant with their rainbow. They're so excited. Baby, they're, oh my gosh, they're so excited. They go to one of their appointments. All of this baby's organs are developing outside of its body. This baby is absolutely not going to live as, after it's born. And in the process of being born, it's going to kill mom. Yeah. It, mom's life will be in danger delivering this child. Well, guess what? They live in a state where they can't get an abortion Mm -hmm. unless mom's life is is in imminent danger, which it's not at this point, just when she gives birth, they told her, no, she couldn't have an abortion and her insurance can't pay for it because it's state insurance. Mm -hmm. So they had to travel out of the state to get an abortion, a baby they didn't want to abort, mind you. They wanted this baby more than anything. And it breaks their heart that they're even having to make this decision and also are having to pay out of pocket for it because their insurance isn't going to cover it. Yeah. Sick.
0: That, no, that's that's awful because it's. I mean, it's a hundred percent guarantee this baby's not going to live. And then it's, it's. Let's just give it seventy five percent for sake of argument. The mom won't live giving birth this portion more than likely a hundred. Let's yeah. just say seventy five percent. But so, like, you're giving the mom twenty five percent chance to live. Baby has no chance because it doesn't even have organs in its body. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Who are you serving? <laughs> Like where is that pro life? Yeah. You're killing not only is this baby already dead, pretty much, but now you're killing another human to save this mm-hmm. dead baby. That's not pro life. That's anti woman. Yeah, as you know, I said that earlier, I said this country is is elected officials that are anti woman and not pro choice.
1: Yeah,
0: that's all it is. Pro choice would be banning guns because it's the one leading cause of death in America and children now. It would be. Giving one the right to choose, it would be because then you're saving mom's life, too, for the most part, and would be access to free health care. Yeah. That would be pro-life. But no. Pro-life to them is save the unborn baby, but if you don't want that baby, put it up for adoption. But I'm not taking that baby.
1: Well, that's the other thing that makes me sad is you look at these clinics where women are literally just trying to go in for, like, a freaking mammogram. And then they're being screamed at that they're murderers for some reason. Yeah. Or they are going in there because they did find out they're pregnant from God knows what, by the way. You don't know if they were consensually having sex or they were raped by a fucking family member. And they're going into this clinic because they don't even know if they're pregnant. And you're screaming at them that they're fucking murderers. Get out of my face. Or we'll adopt your baby. Hold on, mama. We'll adopt him. Okay, here's the paper. No, not me. Someone will, though. (laughs) Like, get out of my face. Or we were talking about the clinics. Yeah. There was a... Which this still to this day makes me so angry. There is this free women's clinic near our home. And, you know, they offer, you know, you come in, you get a free pregnancy test. If it's positive, they offer you counseling for both, you know, couples or single or just men's or just women's, like whatever. And they give you a free ultrasound to see if the baby's in the right spot, if it's viable, so on and so forth. that's that's And they also do these fun things where they... Where you can come and you can get like free things like diapers and clothing and formula. And you can go to these classes and like, it's like a whole great thing. Sounds great, right? Yeah. This is not actually a healthcare clinic. This is a clinic designed to persuade you from having an abortion. And... Even if you're not considering it. Even if you're not considering it, by the way. Because I went, I went and wanted to volunteer there. Yeah. I was wanting to, you know, put my service to use, you know, help these women in crisis. I was... You know, this is something that's definitely needed. I went and talked to this woman. Amazing, super sweet, gave me, you know, all this, this packet to fill out. I get home to fill out this packet. It's asking for my pastor's recommendation, what church I attend. And then in all these rules and regulations, it states that if I'm not married, I cannot have sex. Like in work there. I can't promote birth control. I can't promote abortion. I can't promote the choice, essentially, that I am just there to keep women from aborting their babies. Yeah. Sick. And then I asked my coworker, we were talking about this. My coworker mentions that she actually went to this clinic because she wanted to get an, an early ultrasound. Because she just wanted to see if baby was in the right spot, everything was looking good. She gets there, and they tell you to bring a support person, by the way, to which they separate you. They leave your support person in the lobby. They pull you to the back and they counsel you. And they kept telling her and she's, by the way, married, has three children. This is her fourth is planning on keep, absolutely keeping this baby. And, um, all of a sudden it's giving her information on the dangers of abortion, how the negative effects, the psychological effects, you know, that the, the biggest risk of abortion is death. Like, what? And, like, just giving her all of these things, all this harmful misinformation, she's like, I'm good. Like, I'm planning on keeping this baby. And they're like, oh, thank God. And then they get her back there for this ultrasound. And I'm telling you, they do this intentionally to get you to keep these babies. Which is fine. Like, it, like not that. It's fine if you want to keep your baby. But what is not fine is persuading somebody with the promise that you're going to help them and you don't. That's the other thing. They promise to help you get formula, get diapers, you know, get assistance. They promise all of these things. They don't help you. They are not a healthcare clinic. They cannot follow through your pregnancy with you. They do that initial appointment and you're gone. That is where I have a problem. You cannot promise these people that you are going to help them and you don't.
0: Yeah, it's real sad. So, um, hold on. I want to look at something real quick. What do you want to look at? Um trying to find and I just I just want to um, let's see number of people and this is I wish we had a person to pull up facts for us because uh-huh. I, I can't really um, you're fine uh, I just
1: I think that everybody has the right to choose without feeling the pressure of persuasion I think that it is a choice for a reason and then if you're stripping somebody away from that choice, That it isn't really a choice anymore. Nobody. That choice is yours. It's yours and your partner's. If you have a partner and the support of a partner. And it just, it's situational. Everyone's situation is so different. We're in a situation where we're getting married. We're, you know, happy. We wanted this baby. We've been trying for this baby. We've been fighting for this baby. Like this was our rainbow in the storm. This is what we wanted forever. Forever. Happily, yes, I would keep this baby. For some people, they're in abusive relationships. It's not ideal to keep the baby, even if they want to. It's not safe. They can't find a way out. They're not ready to find a way out. Some people, they may be 10 years old and they were raped by a, by a class, not a classmate, or it could, it could have been a classmate. Classmate, family member. They don't want to keep this baby. Okay. They, they're they a baby themselves.
0: So, what you were just saying, of like how they, because it really fascinated me. They were like, you know, you could die from having an abortion. Yeah. So I looked up the number of people who died in 2022 from having an abortion. Mm -hmm. I could not find a case. Yeah. Could not find a single person.
1: Well, if it is a legal, safe, medical abortion, abortion, the chances of you dying are very unlikely. Well,
0: so I couldn't find any number that supports that thing. Then I looked up how many kids died in 2022 from gun violence. Mm -hmm. And so far, 3,800 were injured. In 2022, while 1,300 teens died, Um, and 11 ages, 11 younger, over over, nearly 700 were injured, Um, and these numbers do not uh, include suicide by guns. So, again, zero people died from having a legal abortion. In 2022,
1: but you know how many are going to have one when it's an unsafe back alley abortion? Yeah, but this is
0: just being like regulation. Zero people died from having an abortion. Meanwhile, we're concerned about people having an abortion and mom and people dying from it. Not concerned at all about how many people are getting shot in schools. Yeah. By the way, how many kids have been killed by drag queens? (laughs) Or so I'm just saying.
1: I'm just saying our priorities are a little fucked. Like, oh, absolutely. We're worried about the wrong things. We're worried about oh, well, I don't want my kid learning about Martin Luther King. Why?
0: Like he was a great man.
1: He's a good man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he like he was a great man. Yeah. Like, there's so much in history that's left to learn. You think RuPaul's out here?
0: <laughs> RuPaul is just having a TV show. Living, and drag, living and drag their and Ru- life. Not worried about having sex with kids. <laughs> like, or I just... Were worried about the children. wrong...
1: We're worried about the wrong thing.
0: These like, are... So, the thing is... And this, to end on this note... Drag queens, trans people, gay people, straight white people, straight black people, vice versa, extend all the cards. Having these people be known that they are out there living their lives and doing the best they can for themselves is only creating a variety of role models for children to look up to as they grow and find out who they are. Mm-hmm. So if a kid's feeling, Oh my God, I'm, I, am i am a boy, but I don't feel like a boy. And I feel like a girl. Or a boy who's just like, you know what, I, I want to express myself in a certain way, and they look at somebody in RuPaul and go, oh my god, that's amazing, and that's how I would love to express myself. I don't want to be a drag queen. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's it, it, and we've seen videos online of, like, little kids who's like, that looks like you, daddy, and, like, and their dad's, like, a Latino man, and they're watching, uh, you know, Encanto, or whatever it's called, uh. It's
1: representation. Just like, like just showing
0: that there's a variety of people from different backgrounds and you see the joy on the child's face when they see somebody that looks like them or from their culture or, or represents something that's around them. You're what you're doing here is you're shutting out so all that these children have to look up to are straight white men.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucking insane.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucking insane. No. We
1: just we we need to do better do better do better america do better this is supposed to be land of the free home of the brave i'm feeling not free and not brave <laughs> so i just <laughs> i think i think a
0: lot of people are feeling a lot braver i'll be honest with you because this is I, this is you know I, I hate to say this but either one this country's going to go down in the toilet or it's going to be revolution baby there's going to be something there's something I, I give it 10 years and there's some drastic change going to happen um
1: you can't keep oppressing the same groups that have been oppressed this entire fucking time,
0: and and you're going to have people who realize it and stand with them.
1: But here's the problem: like, why? What is the problem with uh, liberating the, these groups? Yeah.
0: And lastly, like, if you want to argue that the guns are for military. And if you want to argue that you, you have your gun in case the military sides of AIDS, go watch Neil Brennan stand up special on Netflix and tell me what you think after that. Because I think that pretty much sums it up. I have a drone. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I have a drone. Not sure if it's fair or not. Oh, They're all you started dead. and they're dead. All right, that go watch that. Like that sums up a perfect argument for that argument. Like I mean, it's,
1: I. It's it's in the amendments, which is fine. But let's let's respect all of the amendments. All the we amendments. want we want to focus on just the one. No, nah, no, nah, babe. Yeah. Let's look at all of them. All of them. Like let's actually look at the Ten Commandments. we <laughs> are at it. I just it make it make sense. I just can't. I pff, I'm just blown. About I'm baffled. My I'm my blown. Mind, my mind. I used I to
0: can't. worry so much about this stuff, but I think it's okay to. Have, I feel like us having a conversation about it, it's good to express the anger that we do feel within inside ourselves because we know there's nothing that we can really do. Um. We can vote, we can you know we can attend you know committees and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we don't make the decisions. Yeah, that those are the people in power. And the fact that some of these decisions are made by the Congress and Senate voting or the people we elect, it's nothing's going to change. Vote smart, babes. Like that's saying, like, if you really have a passionate thing, please go vote. Um, when, when uh, and not even just not even as you can see right now, what's going on with Senate and the Congress. Like not even just don't vote for just presidents. Do your local elections. Your local representatives. These are people who are going to speak you. to you. I actually, as a card-carrying member of the AARP, um, with the whole welfare thing, I actually wrote for AARP my our, our representative here in our state, um, sen- our senator or our senator, and I wrote him about how I disagree. With the ki- like the the drawbacks on um, welfare uh, for and, and social security for older people, and it, and he, he wrote me back. His office wrote me back, and I, you know, thank you for sharing your thoughts with me. Please do not hesitate to contact me. And it was, it was like this was pretty cool to him for me. That was like he seen my letter, he read my letter, but at the same time, I mean, does he really care? Probably not, but. I mean, it's important just to – It's. I think if you, you put in somebody's face enough, they're going to have to look at it. And if you have a 1,000 people every day writing your senators and your representatives and and all these people and you're just putting it in their face, they're going to have no choice. But to either, one, stand up for you and be like, well, shit, I'm going to lose next time. Or address that. Yeah, you have to address it, or their their <coughs> shits off. So you have to force these people. Hey, you have to play the dirty game. I'm sorry. You have to either one, get them to change their opinion on the, the major- You have to uh, their opinion from the majority, like because their their opinion might be 100 percent against the majority. So write them, tell them what you think. Be be respectful. Do not stoop to the level they stoop to. Be respectful. Let them know. Put it in their face. And either one, they're going to have to make some changes that represents the district and the counties. In the states that they're representing, or two, they're gonna you're gonna have to vote against them in the next election. Yep. Simple as that. Simple Ooh. as that. All right. I
1: think that
0: wraps up. Tonight. I think I what I mean. What an episode. I can go on, but I think it's good to wrap it up. We, I think this might be the longest one we've ever done. Yeah, we bounced around, um, but we did. And because I think we're I think mo- just like most Americans nowadays, we're just frustrated. We're just frustrated that well, we we with with like logic and common sense. Which it seems like we're lacking a lot of. Well, we're focusing on such minute things.
1: And I think, I don't know, but on my end, I'm angry. Yeah. We're about to bring a baby into this world and raise her to be a strong, loving person. And we got the world. I'm scared to send her to school. Yeah. Because I don't know what the hell they're teaching her. Yeah. I don't know if, they, like, we're going to have to be doing most of our teaching at home anyways. Yeah. To ensure that she's getting the right education.
0: Yeah, and we'll have to teach... Depends on which state we live in. It depends on the regulations. We might even have to teach them about cultures that we're not even familiar with.
1: <coughs> Absolutely. And Just, you know what? That's fine. Yeah. Because I'm not going to raise an uneducated child.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the problem. is A lot of people want, are Facebook educated nowadays. And you stay within your group. And you only get your, your news sources and your resources and your understanding from that, that group only. Yeah. And you don't expand your knowledge. And that only hinders your ability to make thoughtful and respectful and, and logical well, arguments.
1: I mean, I will say we're now in the generation where Gen Z is starting to have children. Yeah. Gen Z is having kids. These kids are going to be educated. Yeah. So.
0: We can only hope for... We can only hope... Fingers crossed. We can only hope this country goes gets better and and things start to make a turnaround. I just don't see it anytime soon. Yep. Mm, yeah. So. I can agree with that. All right. All well, right. thank you guys for listening. Yeah, to us, just ran for, rant for the last hour. <laughs> um, you guys can follow us, for Ready our Podcast, um, on most social media platforms. You can find the podcast on pretty much every social media platform or every podcasting platform that you want to. You can follow Maggie's TikTok page. That might not be up much longer. Um, do the band no, on TikTok uh,
1: at ttc.baby.w. <laughs> and you
0: can follow me on Twitch at, at Half Gallon. Uh, I stream every Sunday usually. Uh, a lot of fun there a lot of fun we've been having on the stream usually been playing madden recently which has been a lot of fun but um yeah so yeah i, I i'm happy and no you know no repercussions for what we talked about so let's just call it out of here see you guys talk to you next time